Hi, everybody. Welcome to No Story is Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically, we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Pippin, and if I were a man, I would eat his heart in the marketplace. God damn it, Pippin. <laughs> Best line but- is what goddamn play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Alex, and if we can do this, Cupid is no longer an archer. His glory shall be ours, for we are the only love gods. Hell yeah. Humility. <laughs> <laughs> won't, this totally won't come back to bite me. <laughs> Shakespeare story. <laughs> uh, I'm Kat, and I was not born under a rhyming planet. And I'm Don Brendan, the <gasps> bastard. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ugh, nice. Who has just this morning fled to Messina. Yeah. Oh, I, I was thinking From that... Messina. From, From Messina. From Messina, yes. I was thinking that, you know, gosh, uh, if he be not married, why should he smile? I'm not doing the line right, but, you know, if he's feeling upset, he will bite. Do not make of him a merry man. I don't know. That's, that's Star Trek. <laughs> His whole speech is basically a mood. I'd, r- I'd rather be a, a, a thorn in a hedge uh, than a rose in his grace's pocket or something like that. Yeah. Don John was just having a bad time, I guess. He was in a mood. Well, his entire motivation was literally like, I'm depressed. Let's fuck some shit up. Like, I am. <laughs> right? It's a mood. I appreciate the Shakespeare villains who are just like, you know what? I'm evil because fuck you. That's why. Yeah. Like, um, I'm motivation? sorry. Don't know her. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you my therapist? No, you're my henchman. Let's go. You know, <laughs> if, like, if this is, a, if there was, uh, for a modern adaptation of this, he would be the favorite character uh, on a reality TV show. And people would be going, and what's he going to say in confessional? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, like, I... I've been binge watching uh food truck race old seasons mm-hmm. and I, I just finished a season with a team from Boston that the entire Boston. time they were just exactly as you would picture a team from Boston being and that they were just total assholes. Hey. Oh, I should watch just that season. Hey. I fucking love Boston. What the fuck assholes. are you doing? What? I'm doing what you told me to do, Johnny. Did I tell you to do it like fucking that? <laughs> See, I'm doing see, what you told me to do. Shut up, guys! Like that? <laughs> I'm imagining him. I'm imagining him more, more of a blood orange. So per attention. It's fucking red. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's fucking red. It's fucking red, eh? Wait, that's Canadian. <laughs> that's like a Bostonian that moved to Canada. It's weird. Hell yeah! Probably not unheard of, though. I mean, no. I mean, it's 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 a. Let's go to the dunks. <laughs> Dunks. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, how many, how many ice donkeys were they holding at any given time? Uh, this is an older season and they were cr- uh, traveling mostly along the southern reaches of the U.S. So <gasps> not, I, I think they were deprived of dunks. I think that's why that's they were so cranky. Yeah. That's yeah. what did it. You yeah, gotta have your dunks. Yeah. They, and the thing is in total peak Bostonian fashion, I know this is a tangent, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like us they, tangents. Yeah. They Weird. like this. They declared like one of the other teams was their arch rivals. The other team didn't really reciprocate ever, aside from just being annoyed at these guys from Boston. That's amazing. But eventually, That's very us. Yeah, but eventually, when the Boston team 
they didn't they didn't win it at all, unfortunately. But Aww. uh when they did leave, it was like, yeah, started off fucking hating those guys, but in the end, I respect them. I like them. <laughs> that is the true Boston. <laughs> there mood. it is. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. See, if they don't care about you at all, that's when you know you're fucked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you're fucked. It's just the the the, the California guys just don't quite get it. <laughs> no. <laughs> you gotta put your heart in it. Wait, oh, fuck, I fucked that up. You gotta put your heart in it. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Hot. You're hot. You're hot. Okay, alright, 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 Taking notes about what my changes are gonna be. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh shit, changes. Haha. Uh oh. Or, uh, or, or what you're gonna take, you know? I mean, we're, we're flexible because we don't follow the rules of our own freaking podcast. Fuck and that. that way. That's I'm how we're kind of Boston's. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, hey. No story is sacred. Even the story of, of what we're going to say in this podcast. Oh, <laughs> Even snap. our founding mythology. <laughs> yep. I was born from an egg. And I haven't really left it. <laughs> There's a funnier joke there, but I couldn't find it. Also the Cat Crichton story. <laughs> okay. All right. Today. <laughs> Seven minutes. <laughs> Today, <laughs> a great intro, guys. Real tight. <laughs> oh, you know what? Three years in, we're gonna get it someday. Um, <laughs> we're almost at a hundred fucking episodes, guys. We'll make it someday. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> no, yeah. the cake is a lie. Text Today, <laughs> Pippin's like, we're doing this. See, measurable passage of time. Go on, Pippin. Today, we're talking about the classic Shakespeare play, Much Ado About Nothing. So oh, yeah. spoilers abound for this, you know, few hundred year old play. Uh, if you Listen, specific- it is spoiler. I don't know. Did she die? Is she? What did he do? His best. Who did she fuck? Because I heard she definitely uh, if- stepped out on him, and you know that if means you want specific <laughs> content warnings <laughs> about things we may talk about. Check out the show notes at uh. Check out the st- Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you're thinking about, you're like, oh my god, who did Hero sleep with? I heard she was a virgin, but is she? Like, oh, like, like her she cousin- is belied. <laughs> her cousin her, her has been in her bed for oh, who, who these past six months. Yeah, well, you know, her cousin, right? How can we right. trust that? Mm. The mm. Thing, specific content warnings will be on NoStoryOfSacred.com. <laughs> there, good, good job, Pippin. <laughs> Woo! For those of you who've never seen or read Much Ado About Nothing, nothing we say today is going to help you. But the summary according to the Folger Shakespeare Library. Whoa, not going for Wikipedia. I know, I got fancy with it. Oh. The Uh, best part of waking up is Shakespeare in your cup. uh, Well, also, Uh, if you uh, just Google Much Ado About Nothing, it gives you actual information about the actual play like it was written that the first folio the second folio and not the actual plot Uh, listen the first folio and the second that is the actual plot in my dissertation (laughs) so uh the summary according to the photo shakespeare library which i've been and i touched the first folio of shakespeare (gasps) you touched it i touched it with my bare hands so what what did it feel like so basically you fucked shakespeare i see yeah He's dirty, uh, though. You should get tested. Anyway, yeah, the, well, the summary. One of Shakespeare's most frequently performed comedies, Much Ado About Nothing, includes two quite different stories of romantic love. Hero and Claudio... Fuckboy Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> Hero and Claudio fall in love almost at first sight. Almost. But an out- 
I, I, I just want to, I just want to interrupt you. Sorry. <laughs> but an outsider, Don John, strikes out at their happiness. The bastard. Yeah. Uh, Beatrice I heard he was a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks so bad. <laughs> Beatrice and Benedict Beatrice. are kept apart. <laughs> are kept apart by pride and mutual antagonism. I until- heard. <laughs> I heard that they used to actually be close, but then uh, Benedict actually kind of was a dick to Beatrice, and now they are forever enemies. You always end with a Jade's trick. A long I know time you ago. Old. I know you of old. They mm. used to be friends. <gasps> oh my god, lovers to enemies. Back to lovers. All right, before we get into all of it, what... What versions did everybody watch? Because I think we all went with different ones. Your face. Your face. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to be straight up, guys. I am relying entirely upon my memory of reading this and watching the uh, Kenneth Branagh. I actually do not like many other ones. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, no, that's Tammy of the Shrew. Fuck that. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. so Cat has, oh, oh, has the play. the Tenant. And the Tenant. Yeah. But but for recent stuff, Presumably. the play. The play, yeah. All right, Pippin. Uh, I watched the David Tennant, Catherine Tate version. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I watched the uh, Kenneth Branagh version, but I've also seen I've also also seen the, in the Tennant Kate, and also the well one that was, was featured on PBS. Oh, uh, I want to watch that one. Which one's that one? Uh, it was a Shakespeare in the play in the park or, or version. Ooh. Uh, uh, so the most accurate version. I mean, uh, done by people of color. <gasps> nice. Yeah. Oh, I. Uh, that's right. I did want to see that. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I okay. got. I, I subscribed to PBS for it. Nice. And uh, I I watched the uh, 2013 uh, directed by the ever problematic uh, Joss Whedon version. Mm. I think probably at his house. It was. Yeah, it was because it was during the. Was it the writers' strike? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, much to do was conveniently already written. <laughs> what public domain even? Don't have to pay authors. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. Well, Shakespeare's dead. We don't have to worry about the morality of it. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and and to be fair, like actors were also out of work during this because it was a solidarity thing. Yeah. So they yeah. they didn't want to cross the picket line. So it was actually a good thing. And you know, and here's the thing. You know, we we can just ignore them. Yeah. Uh, Consider that red. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you get to see, you know. The actors just acting out a Shakespeare play, and so you yeah. have like a lot of familiar faces. <laughs> uh, Fillion played uh, Dog Buddy, Dogberry. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, leaving aside, um, yeah. it's 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 a good meaty uh comedy that it continues to be funny today. Oh yeah, uh, which Very is easily great. adaptable. Oh yeah, without and I, it doesn't have as many problematic historical issues i mm. find as like mm. tammy of the shrew you gotta, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta you gotta manipulate that one a wee bit um and which is fine that's that's culture right that's what you gotta do yeah. if you don't examine it that's a problem i find that with uh for the most part um uh, uh not pride and prejudice what's the name of this again much ado about nothing <laughs> wow <laughs> sorry um i find that with much ado about nothing the problematic stuff is all in kind of the B plot with the idiots. So, for instance, like, oh, uh, 
She slept with somebody else, so says uh, the gossip. And therefore, I can't marry her. And also, she's a whore. And let's kill her. And everyone's like, wait, what the fuck are you doing? That's that's not chill, man. It's not chill. <laughs> you are ruining the vibe of the party. Of the entire like, party. Like, who who actually he cares? There's, you, you guys met yesterday. Yeah, like, it was clearly, like, the sort of, like, oh, young love. But young love runs hot and also and can run a lot of different ways. And it can also go real fast. Which is a nice thing because technically Bandit and Beatrice are supposed to be a more mature. Like, they've gone through that stage already. Because that's what happened in, like, the past that we don't know about except for, like, one line where Beatrice is like, fuck you. So <laughs> he had my heart once I lent it, I lent it for a while. Mm-hmm. Or something. Yeah, uh, and I thought that, you know, it was a double heart, and then it turned out that, uh, he's a dick. So, Benedict, get it? So, anyway, <laughs> um, but now, of course, he's regretting stuff too, because he's older, and he's like, I was maybe an asshole. Uh, <laughs> and, and I would try to, f- I would try to make it up to her, except now she's real mean to me! And everyone's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, you're, you're, a- you're the buddy. <laughs> so honestly, that's a lot of, what makes it okay for me in this is that it does happen, but it's not glossed over. It's not the point, or rather, it's not the the approved point. Like, ah, this is, of course, <laughs> oh, those shrewish women, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta get them to bridle. Ah. In this one, no, Bandic thinks that she's great for being, you know, that uh, mean. He would just like it to be, like, directed in other directions. <laughs> uh, not at but, him or his beard. <laughs> but even then, they're still snarking at each other right up to the last minute. And it's clearly part of the appeal now. They are the primary love interest, whereas the people who are doing historically shenanigan-ish things are the B-plot, largely ignorable, and honestly, um, they are not rewarded for it either. I mean, they so, get married at the end. That's their reward only in the af- comedy. Only after they fixed being assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like there's still a reward at the end. Yeah, the true. And, well, and help out Benedict and Beatrice. Yeah. Well, I mean, the nice thing is that, you know, he comes to the realization after they fake a funeral. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you do in a comedy. Um, fake dating, fake funerals. It's to be honest, good. I would, I'm writing that down for changes. Um, <laughs> in that, in that way, um, he regrets the fact that he did that. That's the thing. That's kind of what makes it, again, makes it still even okay for me that it, they did end happily. He's like, oh, maybe I was a dickwad. Oh. But he didn't do it until after they're like, by the way, she wasn't a whore. Mm. Yeah. So, that, yeah. Like, he, <sighs> even when he heard about her death, <laughs> he was still kind of... Uh, Being a dick about it. But he was no. losing all his friends. Bandit was like, hey, hey, come here. He's like, oh, hi, how's it going? He's like, whack him a little closer. Come on, <laughs> come here, come here. He's like, oh, you're my best friend. He's like, Am I? <laughs> you kick your ass, little boy. Mm, to be fair, and it, again, in Branagh's ber- version, who has the guy who played uh, Horatio, who goes on to play Wilson. not House, yeah, Wilson, <laughs> not Horatio. Watson. Was it Horatio? No, no, Claudio. Uh, Claudi- Claudio. Listen, yeah. fake Italian names, Shakespeare. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, the guy who plays Claudio has like a good four or five inches on Kenneth Branagh. And they still, and Catherine, they're all wearing heels because it's historical. They don't put uh, Brenna on an apple box or anything like that. They just literally have him fucking shove uh, yeah. Claudio against a wall. And Claudio's still like four inches taller, 
but like Branagh has like this weasel look where he's like, oh, cool, I'm lower. Just brings me closer to your dick to bite off. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, uh, uh, so uh, you can tell that proper, I imprinted on something. <laughs> a proper uh, a Benedict will bring the I am not kidding when I say I'll kill you <laughs> energy. Yeah. Yes. Particularly and since he's the, largely considered kind of like, you know. A goofball. Uh, he's, your, yeah. he's your goofy he friend. He spends the entire play being kind of silly and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So when he drops all that and goes like, no, I am fucking serious right now. He it, is the it princess. Harder. I just. Well, I, he's the prince's right hand man, right? I just. I don't make it, it good to you how you dare, with what you dare, and when you dare. Like, who? <sighs> But yeah, you know, like he's large. Honestly, I think in a lot of ways he takes. Dogberry is a clown, right? But mm. Shakespeare has clowns and he has fools. And the one who's a fool in this play is Benedict, I mm. argue. And this is the fool gets the love story. I mean, well, he is a prince's fool, but Beatrice says it. It's yeah. it's yeah. a classic trope where it's mm-hmm. the like crouching moron, hidden badass. Hell yeah! And Hell so yeah. you have Benedict. You know, he's he's. Kind of acting foolish and cracking jokes and just having a good time. And then things get a bit too Mm -hmm. real. Mm -hmm. Somebody brought bad vibes to this party. He is Mm -hmm. not here for this. He was just going to have a good time flirting with Beatrice now that he kind of heard word from some other people that uh, she's actually into him. Weird. And Wait, it's all a joke? (laughs) And now at this wedding where, you know, he was probably going to, you know, flirts more with Beatrice and then, you know, probably live happily ever after and all that. They bring the bad vibes and he knows all the parties involved. And it's like, wait, Claudio, not generally a dickwad. Hero. Just just an idiot. (laughs) Yeah. Hero. He's young. Lovely. Mm -hmm. And they're, he probably learns later, he's like, wait, you guys are operating on Intel from Mm -hmm. Don John? Well, and that's that's the other thing. Like, yeah, oh, sure, he's the fool. How many wars has he been to now? How many battles? How long has he survived as the prince's right-hand man? The prince who actively has fucking succession crises happening all around him. You know what I mean? And yet he's still here. What's what's he got, uh, got under the hood? You know what I'm I mean? Still staying. He just laughs so that way he doesn't cry. Oh, <laughs> And also, he does try, like, Beatrice is the smartest cookie in the room, which is mm. one of the re- many reasons why he loves her. Um, and if she's like, this is bullshit, this is all bullshit, he's like, you know what? I've taken a, a reading of who has all the brain cells of this party, and uh, it seems that you have the majority of them. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on this. Let's go fuck him up. And can you go kill them? It's like, he hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, that's my, that, that's my best friend. You've had like 20 best friends, and that's my best friend. She's like, fine, don't. See if I care. I'm gonna go kill him. And she's like, wait, no! Mm. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Let me see if I can resolve this. If we can't, then we explore the killing option, okay? Then we can all kill okay. together. Ah. <laughs> I will teach you how to sword fight. Writing that down for my notes. Mm. Oh, man. Do we need to get into the actual plot a little bit i think that because uh, we've kind of just, been circumspect about a lot of it so far yeah pip you're a good storyteller <laughs> all right i'm the one who's paid for it and the boys are here too but you tell the story <laughs> let me wait for this motorcycle i can go. make up stories on the fly oh that's true you're the improviser yeah yeah but mm-hmm. telling stories about stuff that actually happened <laughs> so i have so to have no paragraphs 
<laughs> so no shit. There they were. Uh, there they were. <laughs> uh, so uh, we open the play at Don uh, Leonardo. I don't think he said Don. I don't know. But uh, Leonardo's, Leonardo's. Uh, home uh, in Messina. Rich guy. Rich guy yeah. in Messina. Big house. Nice, nice duds. Uh, he's, he's got a bunch of his friends around. Uh, he's got his wife. He's got his niece, Hero. He's got his daughter, Beatrice. Actually, maybe it's his daughter, no, Beatrice, and his niece, Beatrice. Anyway, uh, <laughs> his daughter here, his niece, Beatrice. I don't know where Beatrice's parents are. Uh, no, they, I think about it. She's older. She is older. I believe that they are fucked off or dead or something. She is cool. his uh, niece. Well, she ha- he has either his, uh, his brother or his, his sister. The- it depends on which version you're or, or reading, you're re- looking at. At uh, uh, oh, that's right. Is that his her dad? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, it must be. then her mom must be around. Anyway, none of this is important. Yeah, <laughs> she's older. She's so she's her, she's an adult, and she's also kind of a spinster at this point. And uh, they're all at his house, and they get word uh, that uh, the <clears throat> prince Don Pedro, his brother Don John the bastard, uh, <laughs> who he and- has lately reconciled with. Yes. Uh, it's a very recent thing. Everyone else mm-hmm. is still kind Everyone's of like, about mm, him. Yeah. Really? Everyone's all like, are you sure? He's like, he's my brother, though. It's like, okay. I'm, he's kind of a bastard. Meanwhile, not in the literal way. <laughs> meanwhile, there's Keanu Reeves uh, from the brown version in the corner being like, meh. <laughs> uh, I actually like his version. Oh, no, I do. What I'm saying is that, like, yeah, we're reconciled. And him being like, the fuck we are. <laughs> I like how no Don John even tries in any version. Mm-mm. He's just over in the corner glowering every single time. He's like, maybe he should have realized this was a bad idea. Yeah, in the 2013 one, it's like Simon from Firefly. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Randomly, one of my favorite things about the Joss Whedon version is someone actually pointed out to them how all the girls look really nice uh, and have really pretty clothes, and all the guys seem to have weird, you know, suits that don't quite fit. And someone had to be like, "Those are our actual clothes." <laughs> oh my! <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, Don Pedro uh, and uh, the company of soldiers uh, have returned from the wars. They were successful. So everyone's gonna it's gonna go to Leonidas. They're gonna have a big old fucking house party about it. Hell yeah! Yeah. May uh, we all be so lucky. Yeah. So one of us get rich so we can have gigantic house parties after going to war. Huh. I mean, I wouldn't say no to just a gigantic house party. Um uh so <laughs> uh they show up and you know start celebrating. We all, all the important characters who need to meet each other meet uh and Claudio takes one look at Hero and goes like, whoa, whoa hello. And Hero takes one look at Claudio and goes, hey. And hello. meanwhile, you know, both Beatrice and Benedict, uh, th- those two characters' main f- uh, best friends, are like, wait, one second, you've literally just met. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's too brown for a fair pra- praise, too plain for a good praise. No, too st- uh, short for a tall praise. Yeah. Uh, in short, I do not like her. <laughs> oh, if she were other than what she is, <laughs> she were I- unhandsome. <laughs> Wait, let's 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 make this uh, summary more tight because we're oh, we're already running along. It's almost like you. We should watch the play, everybody. Watch the play. Uh, anyway, uh, Beatrice and Benedict uh, snipe at each other, and Claudia decides that he wants to woo and marry Hero. The prince goes like, "I will help you out with this because I am a good person." Everyone and goes I'm like, sad. This- <laughs> "No, no, and he's I'm also sad. sad because he wants to." Uh, he's like, "I love fools. I would love to marry Beatrice," and Beatrice is like. No. no. <laughs> and he's like, oh, 
you're cool. skipping ahead, and because you're working off your memory, you're actually getting this wrong. <laughs> uh, so the prince is going to woo a hero in the name of Claudia with masks. This goes about as well as one would expect, uh, in that it looks briefly like uh, it's going to end poorly, but because Don John goes to Claudia and goes like, hey, the prince woos for himself. Uh, and then everyone around him is all like, no, he wooed for you. You get your hero. And everyone's all like, yay. And Don's all like, ah, shit. <laughs> Gotta come up with another evil plan. Well, that's this thing. Like, come on, Claudio. Don John already tried tricking you once. Later on, when he does it again, should have been a little more leery. <laughs> fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And Fool me it- three times. Apparently, my name's Claudio. <laughs> mm. So then... And during that time, Benedict in Mahaska is like, hey, hey, Beatrice, what do you think about Benedict? And and Beatrice, knowing- Being no dummy. Like- It's all like, oh, you mean Benedict? Or worse to that effect. And then Benedict goes crying to the prince about it. (laughs) (laughs) That my lady Beatrice should know me and not know me. Anyway, and so Claudio and Hero go like, we're going to get married tomorrow. And her dad's all like, dudes, wait until Monday at least. <laughs> Chill. Chill. Chill the fuck out. Did and then if you see Frozen, come on now. Got to give it a minute. And everyone's all like, well, what are we going to do with the rest of our weekend then? And they're all like, pranks. Hold on. Hold on. Pranks. 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 We're going to drink and we're going to play matchmaker motherfuckers. <laughs> because you know what's really funny, guys? What's really, really funny? Benedict keeps talking about Beatrice. Really? That's funny, because Beatrice keeps talking about Benedict. Guys, I have such a good idea. And just imagine everybody having, like, a full glass of, like, scotch in their hands as you're discussing this, drunk out of their minds. It's like, I hold mean, on, scotch, hold on, hold on. I feel, I feel scotch is almost too good for this. <laughs> no, they're, they're... Boxed wine. There you go. They're drinking flat champagne. <laughs> you know, <this> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, the, when it's the last booze around, but you'll still drink it. <laughs> uh, jungle juice. Um, uh, <laughs> so, uh, the boys go over to Benedict and while well, he thinks he's him, they ha- loudly have a conversation <laughs> about how sick in love Beatrice is. And Benedict's all like, I mean, they must be telling the truth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't know that I'm here, right? <laughs> and I am awesome. It's yeah. true. Who else would she love? The, uh, the 2013 version, uh, Alexis Benioff, is that, what is, yeah. Dennis Alexis. Dennis yeah. Alexis. Oh, whatever. Ah, oh, names. Yeah, uh, sure. Like, he's, like, outside and doing the absolute worst, like, hiding in plain sight you could possibly imagine. And he's, like, rolling out of the way. And clearly. <laughs> and the guy, yeah. The guys are actually trying to turn each other so their back is too, and so <laughs> they're at least plausible. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Oh, yeah. God. which, by the way, plays fantastically on stage. Yeah, Obviously. Uh, I mean, this is peak Shakespeare humor. In the Tenet Tate one, David Tenet does a spit take into Leonardo's face <laughs> and hides behind a pillar. And they're all, everyone pauses and then goes like, <laughs> and hold their hands out as if it started to rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and in the Branagh one, he makes a noise where he's like, ah, and, uh, and, they all pause and they're clearly thinking, they're like, wait, how are we going to fake this one? Because we, we've all reacted. And Kenneth Brown's like, oh no, I have to figure it out. So he makes a calling God, noise, which yeah. is not 
at all convincing. And they all look at each other like, oh, he's trying to pretend to be a bird. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, cool. We, we can roll with this. <laughs> all right. Okay. And then uh, all the girls uh, go to Beatrice and basically pull the same thing. Same shenanigan. Yeah. It's it's uh, hijinks. It's it's peak hijinks. And so then Beatrice, Beatrice, uh, Beatrice and Benedict are both all like, "Well, we have no choice but to be in love now." <laughs> Darn, we were so committed to hating each other forever, but well, well I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, the, he, the, the the other one loves me, and I I guess I should do something about that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're going to die if I don't love them back. It would be a cruelty not to. <laughs> so. You know, that happens. And meanwhile, Don John's being a bastard. Don John's like, you know what? Nobody invited me to have this shenanigan. Fuck them. And also, I hate you all. Uh, and his friends are all like, don't worry. We can cause some mayhem. And he's like, thank you for causing me some mayhem. I shall laugh when I am merry. <laughs> and serve no white man's pleasure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, uh, one of his goons, uh, I forget his name. Uh, it doesn't matter. Sets it up so that the girl who has a crush on him dresses up in hero's clothes. Kinky. Uh, they bone in a window. Fuck yeah, they do. Hero's so window. Uh, hero's he, window. <laughs> hero's window. Uh, cause she's hero's a waiting gentlewoman, so she has access to that. Uh, and he calls her hero, uh, in time for Don John to go like, look, <laughs> look at your fiance. And you need to look. And what's Margaret's, what's Margaret has deal when she doesn't question that? Listen, that's between them and what they have discussed and their consent. Uh. Well, also, uh, in the Whedon version, Margaret does look upset by what's happened. Mm. She's like, I and thought this was just supposed to be a good time. Now I'm implicated in this nonsense. God damn it. Uh, and her speech later about when uh, Benedict is complimenting, uh, her, uh, has a, like, a sort of tinge of sadness in it. So, but then, uh, in the Wheaton version, she's played by Ashley Johnson, and who doesn't love Ashley Johnson? Of course. Mm. But yeah, so, uh, and then Claudio, instead of just going to talk to Hero about it. Like, hey, I saw something weird. Was that actually you? It's like, no, I was in my cousin's bedroom. Hey, girl, where were you last night? (laughs) Sleeping with Beatrice? He's like, yeah, girl, look, now she's my cousin. It's okay. Uh, th- she wasn't with Beatrice last night. I that's thought she was the- with- Oh, no. No, right. that's part of the problem. Oh, my bad. Her. So then he uh, humiliates her at their wedding by saying, no, I'm not, I will not have her, uh, for she's a proven stale yeah, or something. Wait till the wedding. Yeah. Dick move, Claudio. Dick move. Yeah. Yeah. On- Fuck you, Claudio. On uh, very thin evidence. Yeah. Hero faints. He and the prince go off. Her dad uh, yells at her and is very upset. And and Benedict takes a moment to be the sensible one. Surprise. <laughs> if no one else is taking the sensible hat, I will put it on. I, again, he's like, guys, guys, I came here for a good time. The fuck? It is, it is highly doubtful that shit went down. And did you notice who was saying it? I'm just saying. And then the priest, like any Shakespeare priest, it's like, yeah. Here's an idea. Have you considered <laughs> faking your death? Listen, and as Shakespeare uh, heroes are all like, I mean, when a listen, priest does it. Listen, Catholics, it was an iffy time. Those priests, I mean, God, they were probably up for anything. 
<laughs> yeah. Hey. So Hero Bio fix her own death. You have to guilt trip Claudio, because this is a great way to start a relationship. Hell yeah. Beatrice Beatrice and Benedict have a conversation where Beatrice is all like, hey, if you love me, you'll kill Claudio. (laughs) And and Benedict is all like, I mean, he's he's a good friend, but I do love you. Therefore. (laughs) Wait, he's like, is there any other way we could do this? And she's like, I guess you don't love me then. He's like, fuck. Okay. All right. Yep. No, you called it though. I do love you. So. (sighs) Okay. And so, uh... Then we get the, uh, dog's bear. Very, uh... Oh, uh, yeah, dog. Oh, yeah. Well, you gotta have a clown. There's a lot of serious shit going down. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. They caught, uh, Conrad and the other one on, uh, you know... Talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, that, so it's funny how the clown basically is the linchpin to solving all the problems. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and it's Baraccio. Baraccio, uh, yeah, yeah. Baraccio confesses to the crime when he hears that Hero has died because he didn't sign up for killing anybody. Like, she's a nice girl. And also, like, now my girlfriend's really upset with me. Shit. Uh, like, this is supposed to be some fun and games and what the fuck? Just a prank, bro. Just a prank. Yeah. So he then uh, confesses to the crime. And it's only when uh, Hero is proved innocent that Claudio actually starts to feel bad about it. Because when she was dead, felt kind of bad about it, but not enough to, like... Mostly that he lost his friends. Yeah. Didn't really feel bad about Hero. And now Benedict's mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're still my friend and and prince. Well, I'm definitely in the the same same, uh, shit as you are, and I'm definitely weighing the options of a possible civil war. For now. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, this guy is not, like, a prince or anything, but you'll notice he has a fucking huge house fit for a prince. Mm. And I'm willing, like, and I'm more than willing to marry his spinster niece. And, like, you gotta think, Shakespeare times? Spinster niece? That's money, land, power. Just saying. War still happening. And so then uh, Leonardo's all like, okay, you, you feel bad now that, you know, she's proved innocent and she's dead. Good job. Uh, if you want to make it up for me, one, you're going to sing in public. <laughs> 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 Which I feel is just a mean cherry on top. Like he came up with that on the spot. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, and two, you are going to marry uh, my niece, uh, who is just like Hero. Uh, to make up for me, to me, you know, this loss. If you cannot be uh, my son-in-law, you'll be my, you know, cousin-in-law or whatever. Which is, to a degree, it's like half and half, like, punishing him, like, uh, guess what, you don't get true love, fucker. And also, like, well, you honestly cost me a very, like, you cost me, frankly, a daughter I could have sold to someone else. Uh, and a, a powerful alliance. So, guess what, you're fixing this. Yeah, and he's all like, Yep. Fair enough. I was a douchebag. I earned this. Let's do it. Uh, mm-hmm. You could tell me to do anything right now, and I would probably do it. And so uh, they do that. <laughs> there are like five women, typically. Uh, in, they do. They do the multiple um, yeah, people in disguise trails. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like which ones? Who's who? Uh, and he's not allowed to look at her. Uh, look up the veil until uh, after they're married. After they're married. Uh, at that point. When he says, I do, that's when Hero lifts up her veil and everyone's all, well, everyone, Claudio and the prince are all like, what? 
hero that is dead? I was uh, I was dead. Now I'm not. You, you tried to. Fit, what are you going to do about it, fuckers? <laughs> try to figure that metaphysically. Uh, I I died only as uh, the lies lived or something. Yeah. Uh, and then so they get their happy end- ending, and at that point, Benedict going go like, oh, is everyone else being sensible now? Cool, awesome. I can be myself again. Back on Priest. my bullshit. Back on my bullshit. Look. Priest, I have a favor. Let me be- marry Beatrice. <laughs> And everyone's all like, oh, yes! Oh, or they're like, oh, you like Beatrice, do you? Then everyone looks at Beatrice, and Beatrice, faced with the mortifying ordeal of being known, is no, all like, no, <laughs> no, I don't like you. And then it's all like, what? She's like, nah, nah. And he's like, well, well I, I don't I like kidding. you either. I was, I was actually just making a really elaborate joke, and so a joke's on you. I also don't like you. And she's like, good! And she's like, good! And- uh, at that point, Claudio and... Uh, hero going like, our shit is done. We can now take part in this. Go like, hey, beat it up. Everybody here, audience watching, they wrote poems for each other. Shitty poems for each other. Very important. We only know about, um, technically we only know about Benedict's attempts. Hence, I was not born under a rhyming planet. And it's always funny when a poet, an accomplished poet like Shakespeare, writes bad poetry on purpose. Uh, including, oh God, what was it? Like, uh, there is no word that rhymes with baby. <laughs> uh, I can think of no r- rhyme for maybe except baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, oh, well, here it is. Uh, uh, our hands against our hearts. And who are we to fight this evidence? <laughs> like, w- this isn't up to us, but apparently. <laughs> Here, I take you for pity. We can save face this way. Come on. So I think at this point, it's basically happily ever after for everybody except Don John, who had fled from Messina, but I think was apprehended. He was yes, apprehended, he was. like, at the border. And it's like, well, I guess that, that reconciliation didn't take. And like, he's like, you're fucking right, it didn't. I still fucking hate you. Like, this is yeah. really, I, like. This cements it for me. <laughs> and everyone's all like, you know what? There have been enough party fouls this weekend. Let's save punishing him for like tomorrow. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll come up with some good shit. Uh, uh, don't worry. Hey, hey, that's now just... that I don't have to concentrate on, you know, uh, my love life and my friend's love life. Let's, <laughs> let's just drink, party, and hey, nani, nani. <gasps> hey, nani, hey, nani, nani, man. Fuck yeah. Uh, and that is much ado about nothing. Oh, uh, wait, wait. Much Ado About Nothing, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's a classic mm. Shakespeare pun title. Yep. No. Ooh, okay. So. Wait. <laughs> fucking fine. Look it up, up, kids. Look it up. No, Look I was going to explain the pun title. <gasps> yes. Brendan noped it, but Pippin can do it. Uh, Because it's a three-way pun. Because it's Much Ado <laughs> About Nothing, because nothing actually really happens in this play. <laughs> it's a, a house party that got a bit wild at the end. <laughs> Uh, so nothing happened. Nothing is also, uh, like noting, uh, so overhearing something. And a lot of the plot, such as it is, is driven by eavesdropping. I mean, both A and B plots are. Yeah. Benedict and Beatrice, uh, overhear eavesdrop conversations that they were meant to overhear. All the conversations that are overheard are actually meant to be overheard nope. for good except, or for ill. Except the one that, uh, allows Dogberry's crew to, the night guard to capture. That's true. Yeah. That's uh, true. But it is people who are not realizing that they are being heard versus people who are realizing they're being heard. Uh, yeah. Because that's, uh, where, that's where the, the maidservant comes in as well. Yeah. But 
uh, jo- uh, Don John and Baraccio both knew were setting up that thing to be overheard. Mm. Anyway, so much to do about uh, overhearing things. Uh, and also, nothing is a slang term for a vagina because there's nothing there. Uh, and so it's much to do about women. About sexy times. And sex. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and, yeah. and the fact that it's a, this is a comedy. Yeah. And Brendan, I'm so sorry, but we can't get away from it, it is Shakespeare. Yeah. Really? So that is the brilliance of the pun title of Much to Do About Nothing. And now we can get into story changes oh. if we like. I'm just going to do it, make a quick, like, uh, sorry, I, uh, like, what makes it that this is one of the, uh, great things about Shakespeare is that, like, there was a, there was a point when this could have been a tragedy. Mm. Yes. Well, that's a lot of his work, honestly. Oh, it, yeah. It's, it, it's, I mean, and that's a part of what makes him, um, not just a great playwright, but also one that's lasted so long, uh, in our, in our culture, or, or at least in Western culture or what have you, is that he does tread that genre line. Because as, as we all know, genre is a spectrum, right? It's got a sliding yeah. scale. You slide it a little over here. It's this. You slide it over there. It's that. And he treads that, that comedy tragedy real well. It's why, uh, <laughs> there's, um, uh, Brendan, I think you've seen, um, the, uh, reduced Shakespeare company. Yeah. Uh, they have a line about in, in the reduced Shakespeare, haha, <laughs> all of his works. Um, there's a line that says you can tell the difference between, uh, Shakespeare's comedies and his tragedies is that his tragedies are really, really funny. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, his tragedies are hilarious. Um, and then there's his comedies, which tend to be like a bolt of cliches. <laughs> which is why they do all the comedies at once in one thing. In one thing, cause they can. But yeah, no, it, it's part of his genius. I also read somewhere that with this tragedies, part of it is that the hero of his tragedies uh, are basically in the wrong story and can solve the problem of the other tragedies. <gasps> oh, like nice. Othello and Hamlet have opposite problems. Ooh. Uh, Othello Accurate. acts too quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, uh, that's what causes this tragedy. Hamlet doesn't act quickly enough. Fucking Othello would have fucking killed uh, Claudius while he was praying. Claudius, uh, Othello wouldn't have given a fuck. <laughs> Hamlet would not have murdered Desdemona at a moment's notice. No, he'd be like, you know, we gotta really, we gotta like, test this out, guys. Like, <laughs> time for fucking CSI. What, what, when, where, where was, uh... Uh, Denmark? No, wait. Uh, Italy. Othello was... Italy. Yeah. CSI Italy. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. A quick note on Shakespeare. You're right. I really like Shakespeare. It's a good time. Shakespeare is so great. Anyway, so, changes. Yeah, let's get to changes. Uh, I I can go first if uh, no one else can, because I'm, I'm going to go back to one of my old chestnuts. Make it gay? Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, right? So I watched the, <laughs> I watched right. the Tenet Tate uh, version, because mm-hmm. uh, I was able to find a UK site where I could rent it. Uh, uh, I paid like 11 pounds. Ooh, Ooh. pounds. <laughs> I know, right? But... To me, that is one of the versions I've seen that has the most queer energy. Mm, I can see that. Uh, because to me, it reads like two uh, same-sex leaning bisexual people. Yes. yes. Uh, who've tragically realized they've, they're in love with someone of the opposite gender. Each <laughs> other. Like, yeah. And so the fighting at the beginning, the sniping, reads like people who've been like the only queer people in the room too many times. <laughs> Uh, so they're actually like close friends, and this is just how they talk. Wait, so and Claudio and Hero is just what is this hetero nonsense? Yeah, 
Yes, actually. Accurate. But, you know, in that show, during the mask party, Benedict is wearing a miniskirt. Hell yeah. Uh, And uh, Beatrice is in a Blues Brothers uh, outfit, so a suit. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. I love that production. Uh, So it, it clearly already has that energy. Yeah. Let's go all in, baby. <laughs> this could easily be set, you know, uh, with someone who owns a gay bar. <laughs> uh, and, you know, someone's coming home for the weekend and bringing his posse. Someone's coming home from, like, college or something and hitting his old place. Or you know, the ages don't quite work. But you get what I mean. I got you. And just the shenanigans that would come out of that. Shenanigans. Uh, you know, th- this does kind of tie into what I wanted to do, too. <gasps> Go Not for it, that's, that's all I had. Because, a- like, I, I, I watched the, the 2013 uh, uh, Whedon one there, and as I said, like, it, 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 it's set, like, at a house party, but, like, I'm one of those types where if you're doing, like, a modern adaptation... Like, I like changing how you're speaking to match the modern setting, you know, because mm-hmm. Shakespeare would have had it. If, if he was writing for an American audience in modern day, modern time, he'd use, like, whatever the local slang and all that stuff was, right? Because he'd totally say yeet. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. 100%. You know, he That fucker is a tweeter. Okay. Oh yeah. No, he he'd be tweeting all the goddamn time. He would have. Me? Oh my god. He'd have a Vine. The second that's gone, he's on fucking TikTok. Everyone's like, "That's spy stuff." He's like, "I don't care." Boom. Meanwhile, Kit Marlowe's like, "I'm also on TikTok." <laughs> but uh, and I have a blog. Wait, wait. <laughs> See what you did there? Wait. No, no, Kit. Isn't Kit Marlowe? Wait, Kit Marlowe's the actor, right? Isn't he on on cameo? Uh, Kit Marlowe is another playwright. They were all actors because they also all needed money. But Kit oh. Marlowe wrote uh, uh, Faust. Oh yeah, yeah uh, you're right. You're I right, remember right. in uh, in Shakespeare in Love, he's the one who's the more successful playwright. Sis, <laughs> the shape face that launched a thousand ships. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, but yeah, at the time he was a much bigger shit than uh, in terms of like bigger shit, like important than Shakespeare. Shakespeare was fucking Michael Bay. <laughs> Or, to... or Seth MacFarlane, yes. Family Guy. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Or who who did uh, all those uh, Seth Rogen comedies for a while? Judd Apatow. He's like a Judd Apatow, okay? Mixed with Michael Bay, because you got to get the cannons and the bear in there. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Kit Marlowe, that's like peak auteur shit, okay? Yeah. Um, you know, the kind of stuff where like, ah, Scorsese's doing something again. I see. Ah. That's yes. what that vibe is. But Shakespeare gunning to uh, do something for the MCU. <laughs> Oh yeah, yes. oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, oh my god. In fact, he's already started kind of putting nods into his own work to be like, see guys, I already have, look, look, I'm reading. I'm reading the I assignment. I can do it. Yeah. I can yeah. do it. I'm doing the homework. I'm just saying, Ant-Man, right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, look, like that's, uh, and and the thing is, one of these things, you know, if you're talking about like the deep in-depth, you know, political issues of the time and, you know, making some, well, that's really rooted in the time, isn't it? Whereas a dick joke that's forever. <laughs> Indeed. So, uh, I'm, I'm gonna have it be set in modern day. Again, modern language adaptation. There's gonna be a lot of fun with adapting stuff. But mm. then I was thinking, based on the conversation we were having earlier in this very podcast, let's set huh. it in Boston. Boston. It could be, uh, 
just like a bunch of Southie boys having <gasps> a bunch of <laughs> issues that they're having to work out. It could oh be God. wicked moods about the packy. Uh, oh my God. It'll be. Oh God, they're having a wicked pisser, aren't they? Wicked pisser. Wicked pisser at the pack. Wicked pisser at the packy. There we go. The Patriots won. The Patriots won. Because of course they did, right? Of course they fucking won. So we gotta have a potty. Important question. I'm so sorry. Important question. Brendan, do you know what a packy is? It's a liquor store. Why are you having a party at the store? You're bringing that shit home. That's why I said you have to have a tailgate. Wait, does tailgate happen before or after? Hey, I'm just saying, Pippin, Pippin. You ever gone down to the pack and just, you know, crack one open right outside of the store? Come on. Come on. No, because I ain't trash. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> you get drunk at home before the tea shuts down. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, no, you're drunk. No, no. Guys, guys, you're drunk on the tea. Oh, drunk- yeah. Day drinking on the tea. Wait, wait. Why the fuck are you on? Oh, because you're in fucking Boston. Listen, no. You go back out to Sudbury to where your rich buddy's house is. Sudbury. Yeah, oh, his, oh, to where your get- rich buddy's house is, right? Where his pa- well, his parents are there. Hey, I'm, I, so ain't <laughs> I ain't leaving Dorchester. I ain't leaving Dorchester. Listen. The point is, somebody has a big yard. We got so- beer. We got a fire. Oh, God. And we're having a party. Hey, hey, hey. It's an entire block party happening this weekend. They don't have <gasps> yes, any permits guys. whatsoever. The cops keep on coming by, and those are the ones that spot the people talking about messing with uh, uh, a <gasps> yes. hero. Real talk, guys. I know we're making Boston accents, but let's consider Worcester Street Party. Oh. Because let me tell you. No, because Worcester, fantastic accent. Second of all, trash. Love it. Third of all, I've literally had block parties on my street. That shit could happen. Don't forget, guys, fireworks that aren't supposed to be let off. Oh, yeah. Not legal in the state of Massachusetts. Oh, that is. Stop anybody. That's you. The cop lives down at the end of the street. He knows that we're doing it safe. It's fine. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> just saying, we just say Boston because, you know, the, the wide oh, yeah. theatrical audience knows Boston. Wait, wait, I, wait. It's too bad, though, that we, we kind of have to set it like 10 years ago, though, when, um, that really good, uh, uh, What's the name of that? It's it was not a rotary. The the intersection in Worcester, the famous Kelly Square. One. Yeah, fucking Kelly Square. Somehow somebody's got to get trapped in there. I think the clown thing should end up in there. That's where that's where they're. No, at. no, they caught they caught they catch Don oh, Pedro. Oh, stuck in Kelly Square. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he runs to Worcester, but you know, I, I still want to have it set hey. in Boston. Come on. Okay, okay. If it's Don, right, Pre- you, oh, Don sorry, Pedro yeah. flees to Worcester. There you Don go, John. Don John. Don John. Oh jeez. Oh no. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, what were you going to say? Oh, no. Uh, Carrie, he mentioned uh, the fireworks. Uh, but uh, it's something that Benedict, he brought fireworks. <laughs> of course oh, he yeah, brought he the fireworks. Did. Awesome. Random anecdote. Uh-huh. One time. <laughs> one time, I'm walking uh, down the streets of Boston. So no shit. Ashley. No, no shit. shit. There I was. I was walking down the, uh, the streets of Boston uh, with Ashley. With a dunce uh, in your hand. <laughs> We just got now the tea. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, we were like in Kendall Square, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and she's complaining about, uh, the stereotypical Boston accent. Uh-huh. Uh, because people tend to overdo it. It's not actually like that. So she's oh, going no. to murder us. <laughs> uh, and she, wait, actually, our transcriber? Yes. Be angry with us? What? Uh, and she specifically calls out the phrase wicked pisser. And she's like, nobody says that. <laughs> and as we walk by, there's a guy on his phone. He's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to have a wicked pisser. <laughs> <laughs> and I turned to her and she's like, nope, nah. <laughs> and we just kept walking. What I love is that, see, this is why I like Worcester, though. 
Because one, it's Worcester. It's such, it's so trash. But two, one time, uh, I was driving to work. <laughs> Look, my, my accent shifting back. Uh, <laughs> I was driving to work. It was the middle of winter. This was a main drag. This is a big city. Like, this is the second biggest city in New England, okay? It's the main drag. There is a guy on a bicycle that's too small for him. <laughs> middle of winter. Riding the wrong side of the road. Because this is a split road, okay? Just riding the wrong side of the road. No helmet. Coat open. <gasps> flapping around. And I kid you not, in one hand, gripped, like, with his hand in between him and, and the, the bike bar, was an ice dunks. Yee! Yeah, yeah. And hey, I'm like, there it is, there it is, Massachusetts. So how, so how do you, ca- how do you fit that into, who, uh, into, well, uh, I, I don't want to steal Brendan's Boston. That, yeah. that, Cause that's thing, fucking great. That's thing, fucking great. I want to have shots of the tea for B-roll, come on. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. you got it. Yeah, listen, yeah. you could get real cheap. You get real cheap. I mean, you know what I mean? You got- Honestly, and you, you got some, uh, you get Seth Meyers. There's a whole. You could get Chris Evans. There we and go. Played, honestly, I bet he played Dogberry. And I bet he'd be so happy to do it. Oh hell remember, yeah! Remember, he's well because he's trying to get out of. Uh, uh, he wants to make sure he doesn't get pigeonholed as Captain America, even though he's adorable. So him as a Dogberry. Oh yeah. Hilarious. Oh. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if you could do cut. John John. Ooh. Oh. Oh. But, fuck. Wait, I want Seth. My- I want Seth Meyers for Dungeon. It's <laughs> <laughs> especially. Oh, especially because like. We're, we're a bunch of New Hampshire kids clearly making fun of Boston. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Gotta have Don John the Bastard making fun of Boston and that's Seth Myers. <laughs> although, although technically if you made him Don Pedro, then you could make Bill Hader Don John because he's not actually from Boston, but he does an over the top accent. There we go. So that makes it funny because he's like not a real brother. Get it? Yeah. Oh. But though, though, oh. Mm-hmm. You know, I want uh, uh, to uh, laugh when I am Marianne Wait, wait for her no man. It's pleasure. This has been a closer look. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just saying, if Chris Evans wants to be Benedict instead, we can let him. We can let him. He's of a course. good boy. Oh, yeah. He, he can do- well, also, if you watch his filmography, if you've studied it as I have, uh, <laughs> remember playing it cool, guys? Remember that? Um, episode number, fill in the blank here later in editing. Um... <laughs> We should do not another teen movie sometime. Oh yeah, yeah. we should. But uh, uh, but he also he tends to like romantic comedies. He does. Like, he would be What's into your this guy's. Fu- oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, is that the one where he's the next door neighbor? I don't remember. Scarlet there's one where, he, there's one where he's anyway. Point is, he does a lot of rom- romantic comedies, and he's like, yeah. But uh, Brent, I love that idea, and I I, I encourage our listening audience to send us actor suggestions because <laughs> ever fucking Dentley, we're invested now. Yeah. <laughs> Wicked moods about the packing. All right. Now, somebody else. <laughs> right. Uh, for my thing, and I'm just going to go straight in. Sorry, Kat. Do it. No, no, no. Do it. Uh, so I may, I may, I joked about this earlier, but no, 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 no. Let's do, we have the, let's have this as a, uh, reality TV show. Ooh. Hey, hey, uh, cause can you, <laughs> Cause can you imagine the wedding scene shot like with shot with that's the uh reality TV style? I keep on forgetting what reality TV is called. Uh, but no, like like and do you, Claudio? Dun dun. I do not. Uh, <gasps> uh, like, and then commercial break. 
Okay, but here's the thing. Yeah. Also, though, you get to have all of the, um, you get the funny cutaways to, um, uh, 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 confessional booth type stuff. It, it, it would be an editing dream is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <sighs> uh, and also, I'm going to point this out for the budding filmmakers in the audience and Brendan, um, that you could also do that on the way fucking cheap. Because as you recall, uh, reality TV kind of burst onto the scene in, in its heyday. Like, we always had, we had cops and shit like that. But the real, like, all of the reality stuff really came about when, um, again, during the writer's strike, that was like a big push for it. It went up the hill, as it were. Mm. Um, uh, because you can't pay writers, but you can pay people who talk. You know? Yeah, yeah uh, uh, reality te- television writers were kind of left, uh, well, cause it, it's, it's largely done by committee as opposed to a dedicated, you know, person. Yeah. Yeah. I will um, say and, this. Mm. Don John's confessionals, priceless. Oh yeah. So yeah. good. So good. I would love if actually he played it real straight in like in front of everybody else. Cause remember, they're supposed to be reconciled, right? And then every time they cut away to a confessional, he's like, I cannot stand him. <laughs> oh, wait, bring it back to, uh, 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 put a spoiler warning in this. Do you guys remember, of course, uh, WandaVision? Mm. Anytime Agatha was in the confessional, it wasn't a conf- that was a talking head. Yeah. But same yeah. vibe. Yeah, same vibe. Same vibe. I love talking uh, heads, by the way. Honestly, Don John's whole speech, uh, uh, I'd rather be a thorn in his side than a whatever, that just one for one can oh, go yeah. to Keep a it. confessional. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, and like a uh, Claudio, like could this be the prince rules for himself? Can also be in a uh, can also oh, yeah. be a confessional. Cut to Don John just looking at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if like, but I, I would love if you, you threw in kind of like the 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 tropes of reality television. So like he's like can't be does a pr- prince woo for himself, and there he is like you know you know, the big pause as he's looking on the ground and then suddenly he smashes his fist onto something. You know, that kind of over-the-top bullshit that humans do when we're in close quarters, under stress, and have 30 people watching us with cameras. That kind of thing. Yeah. Big Brother Messina. Oh, yeah. <gasps> yes, that's a... Title. Yep, yep. Title drop. Except you can't call it Big Brother because it's probably trademarked, but yes. Something something, colon, Messina. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> No. Uh, oh, um, oh wait, oh wait, 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 wait. Much ado about love. No. Uh, yeah, that's Love Island. <laughs> yeah. Much ado about island. <laughs> uh, no, I, I do like something, something. Because uh, it's not. You know what? You gotta get back to that pun thing, right? With the noting, the overhearing. Uh, so, um, uh, secrets house or some shit like that. Secrets house, Messina. <laughs> but funnier, funnier. Pippin, you have to be clever about that. I refuse. You can't make me. God damn it. Wait, that was okay. funny by itself. Ha <laughs> ha, I win. But what the, uh, the producers didn't expect was that, uh, and, uh the, bu- the bullshit that they, ter- they tried with is Benedict and, uh, Beatrice. Like, like they, they won't, they'll, like, they'll know that it's fake. It's fake. No, it actually worked. <laughs> actually, though, guys, um, uh, Alex, I, I want to ping off of yours. Not for my idea, I just want to ping off it. Yeah, yeah. It would be really great if, it was also, if it, you could, you could do it straight. You could absolutely do it straight, right? As a <laughs> reality show. <laughs> Thanks, Pip. Um, or you could do a, uh, an inversion type thing where there, uh, the, the show is also a character, like the showrunners. And they expected drama from the fake, uh, cheating. 
they did not expect Hero to die. <laughs> uh, and, and, and they're still rolling because fuck me. Uh. So this is not the edited after the fact. Um, like there was an episode of The Bachelor, I guess, uh, where the dude fucking climbed a fence to leave the compound. <laughs> and at the time, they did not know what was going to happen. They did not know he was going to do that. And they're like, did we just lose our main character? Where is he? Uh, they didn't know if they were going to have to scrap the whole season. Um, and then it turned out like they, they found him again. And so it made great television. So instead of the, so there's one story where you could do the after, right? Which is just a straight big brother Messina. Uh, and then there's the one that you could do as it's being filmed where they're like, Oh fuck. Is she- Wait, we got to find the body. When we find the body, then we know. <laughs> uh, and you could use some fun stuff with like, uh, unscrupulous. Wait, uh, uh, television heads and stuff like that. Like, so they're the ones who, f- who, who fuck around with the producers. Yes, exactly. So they're like, so the house goes against the producers. Yeah. They're like, I can't believe they fucking did that. That was really bad. You know, it, we shouldn't fight each other. You know who's really doing this? Them. The man. And so, and, and you'd have to do a kind of a dual story because otherwise you have the cameras running around and you just see a bunch of people whispering all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, if you do a sh- if you do that as a short film, could work. But for an entire movie, it's like ah, a little long. But but I think if you did kind of a dual thing, mm. uh, I think that that could be really interesting. A little maybe too auteurish, but it depends on how you did it. Yeah, right. As with so much. No, is that's me? Yeah, and thanks for the uh, inversion. <laughs> and that leaves me. Yeah. Um, it does. So normally I have to introduce, not have to, I tend to introduce the idea that, you know, when it's a good story, you know, maybe we don't want to change anything. Maybe we want to just take what we learned from it or something like that. Whereas I'm over here going like, nah, no story is sacred. <laughs> no. Uh, but in the case of Shakespeare, they're great and fuck aroundable. Um, but are they find outable? Honestly, <laughs> gotta watch, you gotta watch. And that's Shakespeare in the corner being like, buy a ticket. Because, huh. <laughs> uh, you know, patron saint of, of writing to get paid. <laughs> um, and I love him for that. So for me, one thing is that, like, I'm loving all of these different versions that all y'all come up with. And it's the great thing about this history that we have with Shakespeare is that, you know, I can actually see every single one of these coming to fruition, um, and being amazing. I think, that I would like to, <laughs> you know how there was, um, you, you, you guys mentioned earlier the, the idea that you could switch around all the tragic characters, mm-hmm. right? I want all of the comedy, rom- or all the romantic comedies, uh, all the romantic pairs. And that goes across comedy and tragedy, right? Uh, and they have all been invited to a single house party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, uh, essentially shenanigans ensue. Possibly there's also a murder. Yeah. Always good with the murder. Well, uh, if, it, if someone dies, it's not a comedy anymore. Not true. Depends on who dies. Weekend at Bernie's classically starts with a dead In guy. Shakespeare. <laughs> In Shakespeare. Oh, fine. Well, you know, except pursued by a bear. You know. That's that's a historical. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> and also, he's, they exit. They don't die on stage. 
And to be fair, I, I, I happen to be of the opinion that Tyus Andronicus is actually a dark comedy where everybody gets fucking dead and it has a your mom joke. But that is, doesn't fit into the nice Shakespeare scholarship of what are his genres of plays? There's this, this, and this. I'm like, what about dark comedy? They're like, this, this, and this. So anyway, it's a shitty tragedy. It's an amazing dark comedy. So no, maybe somebody doesn't die, but there's going to be definitely, oh, there is the threat of death. And I don't know if you guys can tell, but I I didn't come up with one before this started. No. <laughs> with an idea. Really? Um, yeah. So I, oh. I, I actually don't like this. I, I'm, not, I'm not invested in it. I really like actually all of y'all's better. And I really <laughs> just want to play with those and not my own. Okay. Um, so the question is, do we keep this Sato Voci conversation in the recording? And I just yeah. confess that yeah. I yeah. fucking failed this episode. That's even fine. though Even though technically I, I like to broadcast myself as the one who can make a story out of anything because I am that level of bullshit. But I think, uh, yeah, guys, yeah. guys, uh, yeah, shit, yeah, shit, yeah. guys, yeah. The, the listening audience is overhearing us talk about this. Oh, fuck, fuck. Um, okay, okay. Uh, uh, hey, it's audience. okay. Uh, hi. <laughs> hey, audience, hey. what up? Kat just admitted that we're better than her. <gasps> How dare you? Listen, Am I wrong? They, they weren't listening. We were under the table at the time discussing that. So clearly nobody could hear us. Uh, and, and I'm just gonna, um, you know what, guys? You guys. Wait, were they I'm, noting us? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, oh, get, brought it back. Brought it back. Brought it back. Listen, I'm going to say, guys, you know what? Normally, I, I, I obviously would come with my own idea. But you know what? I'm going to let you guys have this one. It's so you, you all did such a great job. Oh, you're going to let us. Huh? I'm going to let you have this. one. So so we can't just come up with this one for you and you have to justify it. You intrigue me. OK, cat. <laughs> but that's a game. That's a game, though. I feel like that's a game. Not if the rest of us don't have to take turns. Fuck you. Okay. Yeah. So I'm putting <laughs> yep. in the vote that Cat has to just, justify a uh, uh, college dorm. Oh. College oh, dorm. Easy. Well, no, I was going to have Forest Cat to justify Benedict and Hero being the pair. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, God. Ooh. Okay, well, that's easy, too. You know, I got another one. I, 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 right like, I think pocket. dorm was more fun and not I can do both. Icky. Yeah, do both. I can do both. Oh, no. Check it out. All right, the whole situation. Uh, it's a college dorm. It's college. Uh, they uh, The rush for Greek houses has over. This is the first party of the season, okay, of the college season. Uh, and, and they are making it a banger. They have invited the, um, uh, uh, the, 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 the dude places in the sororities, the fraternities, they're having a big thing, right? Um, and homecoming is just around the corner, just around the corner. So you gotta be thinking about homecoming king and queen. Yeah, there's a lot of romance in the air. And of course, fraternities and sororities, from what I understand, do a lot of interdating. I don't know. I didn't go to a school that had those. But, so there we are. Uh, uh, Beatrice and Hero are sorority sisters. Um, and, uh, uh, the, the various, uh, elders are like, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the fraternity presidents and shit like that. I don't know. The prince is actually a visiting rep from another, from a, like a brother chapter or whatever. From the, okay. from the nearby frat? Uh, no, oh, no. So there's the frats at this college, but he is like, um, so you have to have kind of a founding frat, uh. right? So he is the president of the founding one. And he has come to visit and be part of this, whatever. Okay. Uh, he's also graduated. So, uh, uh, it, he's definitely guest vibes. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, so same plot. You can do the same plot. Same plot. There's shenanigans. There's whispering. There's, you know, people getting real drunk. You get 
Benedict and Hero together through fake dating. Beatrice and Benedict, I'm so sorry, guys, are siblings. No, they're not, because they can't do fake date siblings. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, different plot, different plot, different plot. Okay, that's a, that's a, that's, that's a side thing. So that's actually the, the twins fuck around with people plot. We're not doing that one. We're doing fake dating, because I, I literally just talked about it at a convention today. At ReaderCon, which if you buy the membership for a low $25, <laughs> you can see all the panels for the next six months available on YouTube. So, um, <clears throat> so I talked about fake dating. Uh, so it's on my mind. Um, Beatrice and Benedict did date. They dated in high school, actually. They went to the same high school. Uh, and so they know, they know that they, they are not the right people for each other. They're, it's dicks. They're just terrible to each other. And this is actually going to pull in Pippin's queer thing. Uh, 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 they are same sex leaning bisexuals that tried it with each other and they're like, you know what? Mm. And also you're an asshole. It's like, yeah. And also fuck you. Um, but they have, uh, uh, they have decided to, you know, uh, uh, Beatrice's, uh, sorority sister, uh, hero thinks that she has a huge crush on the boy from the, the, f- the freshman who just, uh, uh, pledged to, uh, Benedict's fr- frat. And so, <sighs> for reasons, for reasons, Benedict and Beatrice, uh, pretend to be, uh, do a fake dating plot to try to interest, uh, uh, oh, to wingman, to wingman, uh-huh. uh, uh, various people. Okay. However, Benedict in wingmanning Claudio actually talks to Hero. He's like, oh shit, maybe I'm not same sex leaning by, maybe I'm just like straight up by, cause ah, fuck, she's nice too. That kind of thing. Uh, and, and, and meanwhile, Beatrice is like, you know what? You are an idiot, Claudio. Uh, this is dumb. I am now going to work at not getting you together. And also, I'm ace. So, <laughs> she's an asexual, same sex leaning by, who is going to get emotional fulfillment, uh, from, uh, repairing her friendship with Benedict. That's what their thing does. The fake dating actually repairs their friendship. The friendship they had before they tried to actually date in high school. Um, and this is why they're used to shenanigans. Uh, so it's sort of coming back around to that. Uh, queer solidarity, XYZ. And, uh, uh, there's a whole cheating thing. Um, and there's, uh, there's not, oh, there's, oh, oh no. Guys, in this one, I'm so sorry. We're going to have to bring in real life consequences. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. So what, ha- I know what happens. What's, what's one of the dangerous things that could happen at, out of control, um, Greek parties where there's a lot of alcohol. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In this modern day and age. Uh, now, ask yourself at what point does it stop being a comedy? I, well, fortunately, fortunately, well, here, I know, I know. See, you gotta, this is, this is just a zero draft, right? So we go down an avenue and we're like, wait, you know what? Too dark, too dark. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a, um, uh, a, I know. There was a, a live stream. Uh, not like, what, what are the kids? Instagram. One of those Instagram things. Insta stories. Is there a video on that? Instagram live? A, yeah, that. A TikTok? Uh, TikTok's more arty. I hate to say it. This is more, or, or talking head. Uh, this is, uh, I think. I don't know. I don't know what the kids do these days. And it shows. It does. Fuck off. Fuck off. Whatever the equivalent is, of we are live streaming something to the internet in a short burst and all of our friends can see it. 
Facebook TikTok. Live or some shit. Okay, fine, TikTok. Um, and Instagram Live actually, I think oh. is Periscope. Oh, some Insta. Periscope mm-hmm. isn't a thing, not anymore. It was a thing though. Anyway, technology. Uh, and there is the uh, everybody else thinks that this is mad hilarious that uh, we see somebody who looks like Hero making out with uh, a boy from whatever who is not Claudio. Um, but it is, in fact, not her. Uh, and she did not get that sloppy drunk and behave that way, etc. So, although if she wanted to, that's okay, and everybody's consensual and so on, except the drunk is kind of a little iffy. Anyway, we'll work on the politics later and the consent issues. Um, point being, uh, Claudio gets, uh, his, uh, knickers in a twist. Uh, Beatrice is like, I fucking knew he was a dick. Um... And, uh, he decides to make a huge fuss. And actually, we're going to keep the, the, the slut shaming from the original because it's still not okay. So he's going to be all like slut shaming at her. Uh, and she's going to be like, it would be okay if I did, but also fuck you, I did not. And, and it goes from there. And then somehow there has to be like a homecoming thing. Uh, I would like to think that, uh, maybe there was a weird, they were supposed to be part of the, not the, not the actual, court but maybe well not not the king and queen but maybe they're supposed to be part of the court uh and then this whole scandal erupted with everybody behaving badly and uh and then it gets resolved the same way as the play with um multiple you know of the multiple whatever's maids of the court popping up it's like which one's hero and then uh claudio is like it's her and she's like guess what i still hate you though um and then she and bandit end up together good job and meanwhile, Beatrice is in the corner, uh, uh, like, raising a can of beer, being like, fuck yeah. Yeah. She actually All ends right. up with the role of the, you know, he, okay. does, he doesn't even go here line. And I this has me. been the first edition of the game. That's, that's Cat just, fucks around. <laughs> like, Cat's not the one who fucks around. Uh, Cat fucks around, and we find out. <laughs> <laughs> and we will never play it. And that's not true. I'll, I mean, oh, guys. <laughs> Uh, Go on. All right. Uh, let's just do a quick game this time because we've rambled way too long, Cat. Uh, Fucking wow! Out. <laughs> um, about much ado here. So I propose we wait. Do did we make much ado about much ado? <gasps> something like that. Uh, oh, he wasn't gonna go for it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let, let's do the that's a wrap game, right? Where uh, we just have what the characters are doing after. The play. Aww. After the story ends. Uh, for my thing. I forgot this was a game. I, it's, same. It's a, that's cause it's new. Like we just <gasps> added it. Like we, we had the idea for it for, uh, during, uh, Base Jam and we put it on the list. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Look at us. Yeah. Anyway. We're still smarter. innovating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, Al, what's yours? Yeah, yeah. So my thing is after her being married for with married to Claudia for, or let's say, even a day, uh, Hero finds out that the temperament that he showed is actually kind of, you know, he's regular. Yeah. And so there's no divorce during those times, but, but there's probably the equivalent of fleeing in the night, <laughs> fleeing in the night. Mm-hmm. And she goes to, uh, stay with it's her cousin and a cousin and cousin-in-law. Uh, and like when a, and if Claudio shows up, up uh, Benek's like, "Who's hero?" 
<laughs> a hero who? Oh, you need a hero? No, no. I mean, we can call the guard. Uh, I mean, I'm also holding out for a hero in the morning light, but, uh, you know. We've, I mean, I know, know the squeak gentleman and who's, who, know, who can make a hero, but, you know. I like that, like the idea of, of of the gag of like she's clearly sitting in the background, yeah. and and like she's right there. And it's like, nah, huh? that's my cousin Gina. <laughs> say hi, you know that. No. Say hi, Gina, and she doesn't even and muck up, and she just raises her fi- you know, middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> or that shot in in Scott Pilgrim, yep. uh, where knives is all like, is Scott here? Uh, and <laughs> and. Uh, what's his face? Scott. Uh, Closes the door a bit more and goes like, no, Wallace. we see Scott go through the window in the background. It's like, Classic. Uh, Wallace is like, oh, no, Wallace. you just missed him. Crash. Perfect comedic timing, by the way. Thank you, Edgar Wright. Physical comedy, A+. Yeah. So, uh, so, so that's my thing because, let's face it, once a fuckboy, you can probably, eh, eh, forgive it, but twice a fuckboy. Mm. All right. All right, next. I'm going to be real quick with this. After uh, uh, after the story ends, Bandit and Beatrice, they're all like, yeah, we're definitely in love. And then they get into another fight. And then they like they basically uh, then spend more time apart. And it's this constant like back and forth, back and forth. It's not complicated. At some point, a child is made. I don't know. <laughs> much to their... Much to their... Uh, much to their annoyance. It's actually... Have, bringing back to Seth Meyers and, and Amy Poehler and all that. Um... Uh, uh, there's a running, <laughs> there was a running series of, of skits on, uh, SNL called, um. The couple who should uh, not be married. Yeah. Or the couple who should get divorced or something like that. And they argue, argue, argue. It makes everybody really uncomfortable. And then they all, then they leave abruptly to go argue in a separate room. Somebody goes to check on them to make sure they haven't been murdered. And they are fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's the energy. Right there. So I'm just gonna steal this baton. Uh, I was also going to say that Claudio and Hero should clearly, clearly afterwards get divorced. Um, <laughs> you know, just as quickly as they got together. But actually, I think that, uh, in the future, Benedict and Beatrice are still, you know, married and in love, uh, still sniping at each other because that's their energy. Uh, but they're the ones holding big house parties every year on their anniversary. <gasps> uh, and they deliberately poke people to see if they can cause drama. Just to, <laughs> you know. It's a permanent <laughs> revenge for, like, you did this one time, and they are going to remember forever and fuck with you for it. Yes. Like, but it ended <laughs> well. You got married. You were in love. And they're like, does that matter to my revenge? Who's the only love gods? We'll fucking tell you. <laughs> uh, that's what I think. So I'll go dark. <gasps> we no! mentioned how, like, uh, the prince kind of fucked around with all this Claudio uh, and Hero stuff. And we have, like, the, the prince's brother and... Uh, uh, Don Pedro, Leonardo, whatever. Uh, names. We have a lot of different parties here. A lot of hurt feelings that aren't going to be resolved with a fun wedding at the end. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And so we have the dark civil war that happens. <gasps> who will succeed? I don't know. But Benedict, he's going to have to go into the fight and decide who he's loyal to. <gasps> Can it be called? Oh Can it be called the Don John Rebellion? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> John, the Don John Rebellion. <laughs> oh. There you go. See, it's still oh, comedy, no. guys. It's still comedy. <laughs> Listen, it's dark times in the Messina, and the city streets will be stained red. <gasps> oh my god, he's wine. a detective. <laughs> and blood. There's going to be blood. Lots of blood. <gasps> there will and be blood. But there's also wine, because we're a vineyard. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Yeah, uh, 
uh, the, the, the clowns are still going to be clowns because come on. I mean, obviously, um, you got to have Dogberry. Yeah. So again, there's just powers at play here. And yeah, they had the fun wedding at the end and that forestalls it for a time, mm-hmm. but only for a time. And, you know, we already know that Benedict is a fighting man. Hell yeah. And this time, I don't know, Beatrice feeds information or something. They're, they're, they're trying to unscrew the situation much like they do in the play <gasps> to a certain extent. Their love poetry and love letters on the outset are that, but secretly, they are code. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. Uh, code hidden in bad poetry. Who would but suspect? But did they actually mean the bad poetry? Maybe. But yeah. Um, so that's, that's, that's mine, and that's a wrap. Woo! Did it, did it, did it. Alright. So, uh, yeah, that was Much Ado About Nothing. Um, before we go out, uh, any new things to plug? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, let me use my real voice. Yes! Um, real voice? Yeah, the big thing, I, That's supposed my to real pod, my, my Boston, my podcast voice, as opposed to me like, I don't know, sir. Um, my podcast voice says, uh, yeah, I, again, I, I hinted perhaps a little too subtly during the recording, but yeah, uh, at the time of this recording, I am currently at Virtual Reader Con, um, which, uh, is, going on this very moment, but by the time listeners hear this, you can still see the fabulous program, including two panels with me on them, um, by purchasing a registration. It's only $25. It's really great. And, uh, it gets you the, uh, the discord, which is very active and filled with amazing people and, uh, links to, uh, uh, YouTube videos or YouTube recordings of all the presentations, all the panels. So, uh, so far it's been really great, really exciting. And I urge people to, uh, give it a shot. Woo. And then I'm doing other stuff too. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Uh, anything from you, Bren? Oh yeah. Um, I still have my online shows. Um, expect to see some change ups in the coming weeks or month or two. Uh, we're going to be switching up the format a little bit. Um, and that's going to be on the Archie Comedy Theater's webpage. Uh, we'll have some live shows probably coming up, uh, still masked and distanced and all that. So that's fun. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's it for now for me. So check the space. You'll see updates. I, I have a show on the 20th. That's, that's about Ooh. it. Nifty King. Cool. And nice. Then, yeah. And Pippinal still same it always. Yeah. Yup. 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 All right. Uh, right. If no one's got anything else to plug, then. As always, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, head on over to nostorysacred.com slash submission. Follow us on Twitter at nostorysacred, or send an email through contact at nostorysacred.com. Your hosts have been Alex MacDonald, Brendan MacDonald, Pippin MacDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Editing for this episode done by Brendan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcript are available at NoStorySacred.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash NoStorySacred. See you next time when we talk about the 1984 film Streets of Fire. Going nowhere fast! (laughs) Until then, we're No Story Sacred, and any story can be changed. I'm Alex. I'm Kat. I'm Brendan. And I'm Pippin. And we're No No Story Story Secret. Secret.